and welcome to the Atomic Kingdom Podcast, Geek Out Edition. My name is Dave. Tonight, I have the finest political analyst to talk to us about the Democratic National Convention. Uh, with me is Tom. Holla at your boy! Um, not appropriate. Not appropriate for the DNC conversation we're about to have. And also, from the Just Two Pals podcast, both of the two pals, Johnny. Hi! And Randy. Hello. Thank you, Randy, for... <laughs> hey, Dave! How you doing? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk all about the Democratic National Convention tonight. We're going to weigh in about uh, Donald Trump as well and all of his tweets and uh, anarchy and things that are happening. Uh, we're entering the purge era of, of of society as we go into this election. Uh, I think I logged into the wrong podcast. <laughs> I'm wondering the same thing. Uh, just kidding. We are not talking politics ever on this podcast what? because thank God. Who wants to do that? I mean, politics belong where all the trash is in the. Trash. Or on Twitter. Right, fellas? I see what you did there, John. Right? Good job. Yeah, With the thanks. trash in the trash. That's right. Thanks. In the dumpster is what I mean. It, politics trash is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Right, right. All right. So, yeah, we got the geek news of the week. Uh, we're going to have yeah. some fun. And then we're going to have our San Diego Comic-Con correspondent, Jenny, join us later in the show. Yeah. Uh, she can tell us all about her experiences at the Comic-Con. Uh, it's Thursday as we record this. We're four days removed from the Comic-Con, as Kevin Smith likes to call it. Uh, you've gotten your fill, I think, of Comic-Con review, especially, uh, just from the Atomic Kingdom Network. Both the pals and the Two Broke Geeks have discussed it on their, uh, respective podcasts. I even joined the Two Broke Geeks this week. Uh, we ran down oh. some of the Comic-Con news. So we'll, we'll cover it a little bit, but we're not going to get too in-depth because I think those fine gentlemen did a good job of doing that as well. Uh, so you can check out their podcasts, The Two Broke Geeks and Just Two Pals, available on AtomicGeekdom.com or on Thank iTunes. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Thanks, so, wow. um, those those fine gentlemen, including uh, Justin, was made an appearance on The Two Broke Geeks podcast. He came back uh, while he's on his little little adventure filming a movie. Movie star. That's right. Um, so they covered everything, I think. Uh, both you guys. So yeah. uh, we'll cover everything that's happened since then. <laughs> Uh, which is quite a, quite a bit, actually. Some stuff came out today. We got the Killing Joke that came out on Monday uh, in theaters, and then uh, some other ransom 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 bits and pieces uh, that's Rims come out uh, concerning some things. And then we'll have some fun, and then we'll talk to, to Jen A. Um, Let's do it Dave. about all kinds of stuff. So yeah, so Comic Con happened. Um, I guess we're not gonna highlight. We're gonna talk highlights. So Matt is not here. So I'll forget I said his that, name. That is correct. He's not here. I was reading my notes. Observation. I was reading my notes and I saw Matt Ryan and I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> no. uh, Tom, what was your favorite piece of news or trailer or announcement that came out of Comic-Con? I had a couple. I really enjoyed the I said one trailer. I'm, I'm going to go with a couple <laughs> because I can. You bastard. All right. Uh, I really enjoyed the Wonder Woman trailer. I thought it looked really good. Uh Kind of action-packed, which I thought it was going to be a lot more story, but hopefully that all the action is not just in the trailer. Sure. I actually am one of the ones that enjoyed the Justice League trailer, but I enjoyed BVS, so <laughs> suck it. <laughs> right. You were, you were one of five. Yeah, so suck it. It's funny, though. You're one of, like, a few people that really enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of people enjoyed it. I shouldn't, shouldn't say that. Uh, but the haters, I know quite a few of them that actually went out and bought the DVD, including myself. Uh, I have the Blu-ray, even though I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> but I, no, I, you, so you hated it enough to give them more money. Well, listen, I am a DC Comics fan. I'm a Batman fan, and he's uh-huh. in it. 
and it's the first time we've seen all three of the Trinity in one movie. I had to own it. Yeah, it's historic. Gotta have it. Uh, all it's right, like there. you gotta give it a shot, right? You gotta watch the, right. the I mean, long one. I've, you can't complain I, if you don't watch the whole movie. That's right. I mean, Redbox at first, maybe, before you go buy it. Yeah. Just, well, I've Come seen on, it I've seen it in fan. theater twice, so they've, they've milked me of my money twice wow. for a movie. Whoa, buddy. Really, you're really, you're, you're lying in Zack Snyder's pocket. Actually, that's not true. The premiere, I got to see a screener, and that was free. So there you go. They, I've only paid for it once. Somebody nice. paid for that. They're not me. <laughs> so, and I got to see it early. So suck on that one. Whoa. Yeah. Anyway. Is this suck on it night? It is. I think it is. Damn. I've got, I've got nothing to tell you guys to suck on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. All right. <laughs> All right, Tom, what else? Wonder Woman, Justice League. Uh, the, of course, the Walking Dead season. I uh, like the trailer because he got a, a, as I quote my son, he got a tiger. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I said, "You read the comics, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, but still, they did it. They did it." <laughs> and the dude, he looks just like him. So that's what I loved about that. Yeah, uh, and awesome. especially all the stuff off of Netflix too. Looking at the Luke Cage trailer, the Iron Fist trailer, and a little teaser for Defenders really got my interest going too. So uh, just everything, everything at yeah, Comic Con. There was a lot. Yeah. All, all the Comic Con stuff. <laughs> the whole had, con. At one point, it was sensory overload. I was uh, like, yeah, I can yeah. stop. I feel so, back. Since you brought yeah. it up, before we we ask other opinions, uh, Luke Cage set to debut on Netflix on September 30th. Uh, we should not expect Iron Fist or The Fenders, but until 2017. So those are all next year. Um, but then Jessica Jones season two, Daredevil season three, and Punisher will be in 2018. In that mm. order. So far away. So, yes. Uh, mm. Somebody going to sing So Far Away? Anybody? No. No, Come on, Johnny. Excellent. Come on. All right. Uh, now that it was Johnny, requested. Johnny, you had no. the voice of an angel. Do it. The voice of an angel. Wow. All right. So far away. Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? Oh, it would be a... So fine to see your face at my door. Oh, no. This is perfect. Yes. Turn, turn into Creed there for a second. Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah, what the hell? That's it. That's it. We can't top that. That's the show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, all right. We did it. Hey. It is as if the heavens opened. Aw. Wow. Love you guys. Wow. This is just. You guys want to need a moment alone or? We're good. Okay. All right. Randy. <sighs> You guys, Randy, what was your highlight from Comic Con? If if Tom has not said them all already, well, Tom said them all. So, <laughs> uh, Tom, I will tell you as some from somebody who does not like BBS, I loved the Justice League trailer too. Um, yeah. But my one of, one of the things I got the most hype on, and I got really bummed out by somebody we won't mention. I really liked the Sonic trailers. I thought those were awesome, and I'm really <laughs> pumped about Sonic coming back. Yeah, the the end of your podcast got real sour real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took a real I, dark I didn't realize how sour it got. Uh, <laughs> it took a real like, dark turn. The, the bad news? Uh, <laughs> oh I was just like this bright balloon of hope and joy. And, and you could hear it deflate. Popped. You could hear it deflate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Not yeah, even yeah, slowly, just down. real quick. Yeah, That's okay, though. But no, I, I, I thought those trailers were awesome. I was really excited about that. All right, all right. Johnny, your highlights obviously wasn't Sonic, but boy, <laughs> love the Sonic trailers. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sonic. Um, boy, I, w- they- I would, I would like to 
down ever. Johnny, I'd like to go fast. I'd, I'd like to make a request, Johnny. Um, yeah. Will you tell us your highlight of Comic Con in one of the voices you used on the Two Broke Geeks podcast two weeks ago? Oh, um, uh, well, I was real excited for the Justice League trailer. <laughs> Super duper great! All right, that was perfect. <laughs> Look at him. Classic. No, I actually really, really did like that trailer, and I'm again, you know, I'm with Randy. And and Tom kind of, I hated BVS like with every ounce of my soul, <laughs> and, and I totally am like pulling a, a one eighty with uh, with BVS or with um, Justice League because they totally sold me with that trailer that there is hope. I'm not <clears throat> saying I loved everything about it. There's certainly enough that I could pick apart and say I don't care for that or this and that, that. But I'm I'm gonna extend it a little grace that it doesn't deserve. And uh, and say that man that trailer that trailer was pretty interesting, and um, the Wonder Woman trailer was great. The Netflix announcements were great. I mean, Tom pretty much covered everything. It was all great. <laughs> You're welcome. Except Sonic, he damn it, he Tom left out of there. Oh, oh, man. Guess the best friends got to stick together. You guys, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't have another broke geek or another pal to have a podcast with, so I got to get it all out here. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> absolutely! Whoa, have podcast with whoa. a good friend. Of we ours. just recorded <laughs> one not twenty minutes ago. <laughs> that is literally just ours. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about geek out stuff. That one. That oh, I am. I am. Down. I am crushed. Wow. Hey, this is your biggest they, fight ever. Calm down, Usa, Usa, Usa. Calm down. Monroe is now my favorite person to talk wrestling with. She likes me better than you. It's cool. <laughs> Cornrow? Is that a real person? Cornrow? Cornrow? Oh, Randy. Okay. Monroe. Um, all right, my turn. Never mind. My turn, and I am I am disappointed and shocked that neither of you have said this uh, of the pals. The Flash promo was my favorite oh, yeah. moment of San Diego Comic-Con. It's for Johnny. <clears throat> um, you know, I, it I'm really excited for it, but it's almost as if I've come to expect greatness from it. So, <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I gotcha. It doesn't, it, the, like Justice League and Wonder Woman top almost everything else because of the, the how surprising mm-hmm. it was to not hate those trailers. Yeah. Um, but I, I am with you, man. Justice League was great. That the, or not, sorry, not Justice League, the Flash. Yeah. The Flash was excellent. Flashpoint stuff. The Flashpoint news was great. It's always cool to see that cast walk around Comic-Con. Uh, those guys all get along so well, and yeah. it's a lot of fun to watch them walk around, especially Tom Cavanaugh. That guy uh, that guy should get an award for how cool he is. Well, he's been in the geek world for a long time, so. Uh, I don't know about that. Tom Cavanaugh? Yeah. How? Didn't he have, wasn't he in another show before? Another geek out show? Geek out show? Uh, like a geeky a Tom, genre show. He I'm was a, to, he was a guest star like on Scrubs. He he was on a show called Ed. Thought there was another show he was on. I might be thinking of somebody else. I think you're thinking of somebody else. Tom so Cameron my bad. Is my bad. Yeah. Delete that portion of the podcast. Nope. And we don't do any wrong. editing around here unless we'll I get something wrong. Post. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Dave only fix it. <laughs> fixes it when he messes up. Everyone else just looks like a fool. Right. I know how to. I know how to fill that. Johnny Singh. Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? Just been waiting for you to tell him to sing. Uh, Okay, all right, we're gonna move on. 
All right, so that's San Diego Comic-Con. All kinds of good stuff. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Tom Keaton. Let us know your favorite moments of Comic-Con, or don't. It's all good. Uh, we'll stick with DC TV since there was a little bit of news. We got a new Arrow promo at Comic-Con, which actually made me optimistic, but I'm Dave. not... I'm hey. not about. Uh, I am not about to buy in on Arrow yet. Yeah, don't buy that, Dave. Um, don't buy that. Been, don't even know. let that little bit of optimism inside you, buddy. Oh, don't crazy. even hate. You'll be there on the. You'll be there live tweeting on oh, the no. season premiere. That's that's a given already. I'm going to be watching the show. Everybody oh, knows that. I'm just not happy with it. <laughs> like I hate myself for. It. It's like it's, it's the whole like time. it's like when you're we're trying to lose weight and you accidentally upon purpose eat something you're not supposed to and you hate yourself for it. That's what Arrow is. It's my guilty. And then once you do that, you just go nuts. You start eating cake and popcorn and shoveling right. your face with. That's right. Not only will I watch Arrow, I watch other crappy television. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You sure do invest a lot of time and money into things you don't like doing. Like I media. know, right? Like this, like this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, see, Arrow was like that girl that he started dating and she was hot. And then all of a sudden, she opened, know, she started she talking. And she started putting on some holiday weight. And then a couple oh, more holiders. No, no, no. It's more, like, more it's, holidays, it's more like it's more like that. Like, oh, that girl she, you start you start dating and then you finally realize who she is and she actually likes Donald Trump and is a politics. And then she she put on all that weight and you forgot. Hey, they shade in the w- summer and warm in the winter. Don't let them go. Wow, Tom. Wow. And now you've just lost he, all of our women listeners. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they sing Taylor Swift all day. Oh, I lost all the big all the all the big block listeners. My bad. Uh, oh, no. Wow, Tom. Oh, oh. Tom. Sing this me is, a song, Johnny. This is sing your most controversial song. episode I ever. I like Dixon a kid not high. There it is. Thank you, Johnny. All right, back back, back to DC TV. Uh, Katie Cassidy, a.k.a. Laurel, uh, the one buried and dead, uh, is getting a series regular deal for all the CW superhero shows. Really? It's like a common thing now, huh? Yeah. Yep. Captain Cold's got one. John Barrowman's got one. Uh, John Wesley Ship has one. And now, So is that, that's like regular for like the whole season? For all the shows. For all shows. Which yeah. means wow. not only – we don't know what it means really, to be honest. Uh, we do know that the Black Siren's coming back. Um, on f- Flash, probably. But we don't know what it means for Laurel or any other variation of Laurel. We've seen in the Legends promo that Sarah is going to go back in time and try to kill Damien Dark in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But she was told by Rip that if she does that, all of their team and Arrow die. Uh, it's like a cataclysmic thing that ends to their death. I guess so. For me, it's not bad enough. I didn't like her on Arrow, so now I'm going to have to not like her on everything else. Oh, dude, she was great as Black Siren. Are you kidding well, Black Siren was the one moment. That was the one yeah, moment she that was, was good. It. I, I, I got to like her before they killed her. Like, I really enjoyed where they were going with that character uh, when she wasn't crying all the time. Right. Um, but when she finally <laughs> finally bought in and was like, yes, I'm the Black Canary. Let's do this. And that then she got cool. Uh, what I like about Black Siren, though, is she's a meta. She doesn't have to have the thing created by Cisco for the... The, right. the cry. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I kind of dig these contracts that they're given. Uh, these overall regular contracts because it gives you more opportunity to see these guys in different shows and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, and it just only means that the shows are going to be more connected than before. So, Which yeah. I don't have a problem with because maybe yeah. then Arrow can sponge off of how good the other two shows are. They should start trying. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Osmosis. Uh, success by Osmosis. Um, as for Legends, 
we did find out. I mean, I'm sorry, I should say. Meanwhile, on Legends of Tomorrow, uh, their uh, their villains are going to be the Legion of Doom. Um, so they're going to face dun, off dun, dun, dun. with uh, the bad guys from the Challenge of the Super Friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Legion of what? Doom. What? Yeah, you didn't hear this, Tom? I know. I mean, I'm just hoping that the Wonder Twins pop up too. I don't. Are you crazy? <laughs> What? They were awesome. Oh, they yeah. Form of a throw. bucket of water. Uh, yeah. Well, they're, they're that was just because he got stuck with the weak shit. She was like a <laughs> rabid gorilla on steroids, and he's stuck with the weak shit. And What's wrong a, with that? And, and does that mean we have to have the little monkey friend, too? Yeah, and he, they always said a form of water, but the little monkey always had a bucket. How do you, Is he just carrying a bucket? <laughs> yeah, what what else is the monkey going to do? It's just always got a bucket? I mean, you <laughs> got it. Well, yeah, if you're going to turn into water, you got somebody to carry around a bucket, but right? Did, the, did, he just, did he just carry it around with him? Like he slung yeah, no, it over okay. his shoulder like an Indiana Jones satchel? Just, no, hey, that's, I, that's hey, the monkey's hey, metaphor. Hey, buddy, I, got the, I got the bucket just in case you need it. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a riff, Tom. What a riff. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that monkey! How did, like, how did you yeah, really you're feel not, about you're not wrong? But I think about it. That monkey's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, how unbelievable! How dare monkey. you, monkey? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, also, we found out the other members of the JSA that we're going—at least a few of them—that we're going to meet are Star Girl, Obsidian, and Doctor Midnight. Uh, <laughs> That's so, cool. Cool stuff. Uh, on to Marvel TV news. Of course, we talked about all the Netflix stuff that, that's going to be going down. Um, all the news that's fit to print, as it were. Uh, 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 my computer just froze. Perfect. Oh, okay, great. There we go. Uh, yeah, so Ghost Rider's coming to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I just don't, It's not the show for that character. I, I don't see it working out well. Again, I, I didn't like the Inhumans being on the show, and now we're being told that more of the classic Inhumans are going to join the show because the movie got removed, and it's still... In their plans, but now they have more open availability to bring in characters. I guess so I'm okay with the I'm okay with the Inhumans, but bringing in a created character already an established character like they uh, did. Ghost Rider, they I mean that to me I don't like that. The Inhumans are okay because they had, they they were lingering on the outside of the the Inhuman. Well, but they won't anymore, though. That's the right, thing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. And they have, if, the movie, if the movie got bumped, and that was one of the movies I was not like, super excited for anyway. If you're going to incorporate it, you can incorporate it this way. I hate, it. I hate the Inhumans because all it means is the end of the X-Men and mutants. Um, and so they can suck, suck it. We'll just go with that theme again. You're having uh, a rough go uh, right now, I'm, Dave. I'm really yeah. upset with Marvel. So, yeah. I mean, movie side, yeah, whatever. They're, they're going to kill it no matter what, but... Well, um, one of the one of the writers of the upcoming Death of X or whatever it's called, like, made a comment about how, yeah, that you know, they, they they've been saying for years that X Men's going to get canceled, and we're still here, so don't stress or something like that. I'm going to stress. It probably was what Jeff Lemire. I don't. I don't know names. Uh, okay. Sure. That's probably what he wants from you. Dave. <laughs> he wants sure. to stress out. He wants. Sure. Yeah, I lose sleep because of my 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 faith faithfulness and loyalty to the X Men. Um, yeah. but anyway, uh, so yeah, Ghost Rider, it's the, the, uh, the Gabriel, uh, I'm sorry, the Robbie Ray's version of Ghost Rider, the more current version, uh, mm-hmm. Gabriel Luna will be playing him. I don't know a whole lot about Robbie Ray's. I don't read Ghost Rider. Uh, I know we're not going to see Nick Cage and I would love it if Randy would just, just <laughs> jump into his Nick Cage impression. I, I mean, I just, I really like Robbie Ray's. So, I mean, 
You know, what, I, I would love to Nick, see him act. He's a fine actor. Nick, Nick, would you appear on the show as 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 the original? <laughs> oh, I, I'm, absolutely. If I understood the script, absolutely. Nick, how do you feel about the new Superman compared to your version of <laughs> Superman? Now I'm losing it. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> You've asked too much. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start sounding like a marshmallow man or something. It's, it always happens. We'll switch to Johnny. We'll, 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 we could we could switch to Johnny. Johnny did a good one too. Johnny. Sounds pretty good. I mean, Nick Cage. Uh, no, I don't. No, I can't. I can't. So, oh, all right. Well, I can't, I can't good, do it just couple, like that. I want to. That was we fun. We had a good little interview. Just take those couple of questions. We just interviewed Nick Cage. You'll never believe it. Guys, guys, Nick Cage just came into the studio and left. It was pretty, Nick Cage pretty outstanding. Was I heard him. Pretty amazing. He was super confused. Huh? It was really weird. But all we had was ask yeah. him. He showed up. It's crazy. Yeah, and he was like, he was ready. He was just here waiting. It was weird. Uh, he got. He got roofied in the green room. Don't worry about it. Wow. Bye, Jenny. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we'll play Jenny. We'll play yeah. Jenny. Yeah, as she's prepping for her, her Comic-Con correspondence. Uh, Lily Birdsell was cast for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be a recurring role of, quote-unquote, Lucy. The character is described as a beautiful woman with a haunting quality. She has a very violent streak in her inner self because of things that have happened. So, I think I know that chick. <laughs> did you marry her? Oh, easy. Easy. She's in the other room, dude. Was, I, hey, that, that description started off as a very beautiful woman. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Who, is, who, is, who is just off the wall crazy, apparently. A little yep. annoying. Um, Agent Carter is not going to be brought back by Netflix. Never wow. come back. Sorry. What it's over. Disgrace. It's over, guys. I apologize. It was fun what? stuff. Season two wasn't as great as season one, but it still was good. Um, but it's over. Sorry, guys. Uh, we will all miss Haley Atwell on television in that role. Um, she'll find another role somewhere. Oh, for sure. She's a great actress. She'll be back. It's just the good thing we still have the internet. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Go watch her episode of Black Mirror. Uh, good, good uh, stuff. It's on Netflix. Uh, I have to say one more San Diego Comic-Con thing. The the FX trailer for Legion was different interesting and i loved it i know you guys talked about it on your podcast johnny and randy and you thought it was weird um i i again i'm an x-men fan but i'm not a legion fan i really don't care for the character at all i don't like don't like the books the artwork is crazy i just never got into it and didn't care that he was xavier's kid because it didn't seem that important to the x-men books really but yeah it seemed like a throwaway story right didn't really matter Yeah. yeah Right, and so I just didn't care, but the show looks looks pretty incredible. Uh, I think it looks beautiful, uh, the way it's shot and everything, and I'm, I'm interested at least. FX does good work, so uh, we'll see. And I don't think it's directly tied into the X-Men uh, universe. I think it's a, they call it a spinoff, but from what I've heard from like the directors and stuff, it has nothing to do with that universe, and it's actually not in their universe, so I don't know what they're doing. It uh, definitely feels like it's its own thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Marvel film news, the movie news, uh, head over to atomicgeeksman.com and you can find out all the stuff from San Diego Comic-Con. We reported on it there. Johnny and myself did a good job of covering all that good stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Pinging and panging. That's right. Lots of cover. Um, unfortunately I was extremely busy. So Johnny filled a great role, uh, in covering all that he could. Good job, Johnny. So we, we thank Thank you. Thank him for his fine, fine work. You're welcome. I think that's clapping. I'm hoping it's clapping. Um, something that came out I think it came out of Comic Con Joss Whedon got interviewed and said he, it, it's no question he'd come back to direct a Black Widow movie 
Um, I, I guess I don't see it as news. It's not surprising at all. I know he loves the character and he loves strong female characters. So uh, would I watch it? You, you, you better believe it. Well, yeah. Um, I would watch anything Joss did and have watched anything Josh has, <laughs> Joss has done. And uh, I'm not too keen on a Black Widow movie, but I would be down if Joss was involved. And I would, what am I talking about? I'd seen it anyway. Um, Either way. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we did find out who was playing whom in the Spider-Man Homecoming cast. Uh, so this was revealed. So uh, we've got Tony Revolri. Revol- I'm sorry, Tony, if I'm butchering your name. Uh, he's playing Flash Thompson. Ooh. Zendaya is still playing the mysterious Michelle. We have no idea who that is. Uh, Laura Harrier as Liz Allen. In the comic books, she was the girlfriend of Flash Thompson, and she's a potential love interest for... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me for uh, for Spidey for Peter Parker. Uh, Jacob B- Batalon as Ned at Leeds. He's going to be Peter's best friend in the movie. In the comics, he actually becomes the Hobgoblin. Um, we don't know if that's going to ever happen in the movies, but it could. And then yeah, finally, tease uh, towards it or something, maybe, right? Right. Uh, according to Kevin Feige, the Spider-Man movies might progress yearly, like the school years do, much like Harry Potter did, which mm. I think is kind of a cool idea. Yeah, it is a cool idea. Which works with the younger cast. So, yeah, we'll see. See what we get. All right, DC EU news. Uh, The only big piece is, aside from the the cool trailers, is some flash casting news. Um, They have cast Iris West for probably Justice League and then, you know, everything after that. Uh, Kiersey Clemens is going to play Iris West. Yeah. Uh, She's an actress from the the same movie that the director did, the other movie he did. I forget what it's called. Um, dope, dope, yes. Uh, so that that happened. Uh, I don't really know much about her, but cool. We we know Iris is in the movie at least. We know a lot of people are in Justice League. Yeah. So. Boy, she's a cutie too. Sure is. Sure, sure is. is. Uh, let's see. Random TV news. Star Trek Discovery is a thing that's going to happen. Uh, the trailer at Comic Con was uneventful. Uh, just a new ship, so neato. Black Mirror, everybody's been waiting for, uh, I mean, I have been at least, waiting for the next season to come out on Netflix, and it's coming back in October. Announced that, so that's that's fun. Huzzah! <laughs> Random movie news. Uh, Disney is set to bring back The Rocketeer. Uh, it's going to be called, <laughs> it's going to be called The Rocketeers. Written by the son of the Fonz, Max Winkler. Um, there you go. I'll be honest, I didn't. I didn't hate the original. I well, really didn't. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those. Me cult, neither. I like Rocky. Yeah, Gear. it became one of those. It didn't do well at the time, but it became right. Like a, but like I a, didn't hate it. No, um, it's set to be more of a sequel than a reboot, kind of in the vein of like Tron Legacy was. There you go. That's uh, a way to do it. So we'll see. Uh, you know, those it, pesky Nazis didn't get enough the first time. That's right. Well, it's set to have a female uh, African-American lead. Ooh. So she can cool. stick it to them Nazis. Changing it up. Yeah, right. That'll, yeah. that'll really piss them off. Sure will. <laughs> yeah, I won't like that at all. <laughs> um, uh, well, let's see. Other uh, Bill, uh, Bill, 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 Batman the Killing Joke came out this week. Uh, three of the four, four of us. You're having trouble. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You're almost there. Three of the four of us have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Tom is the only one that has not. So, I mean, I we have won't. not. But I'll try to find it tonight. Tom has, has read it, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So he knows the story. Uh, all right. 
spoiler alert for those that haven't seen it. Sorry, Tom. Um, oh, that's fine. I'm still going to watch it. We're going to we're going to discuss this movie because it's a big deal. I think it's a it's a seminal Batman book, and it's uh, the first R-rated animated movie from DC animated. Um, right? It was R-rated, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was hardly yeah, it noticeable, was. but yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was hard yeah. to tell. I mean, other than some of the sexual things, which yeah. weren't really overt. Like, there's no no, nudity, they, they, no they, real they nudity. Played it just as much as the book did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess because it's implied rape. Um, but Whatever. yeah. Uh, okay. So the first half of the movie is pretty much narrated by by Batgirl, which is cool. Um, it's definitely a Batgirl story. Uh, which leads into the killing joke. It kind of takes the shift and the turn when Joker shoots her uh, into a Joker story. And then the end is like the redemption of Barbara Gordon, essentially a tease of it, at least. Uh, yeah, big, big things in it. Mostly are uh, the, the Batman Batgirl sex scene. Yeah. Yay. <sighs> yeah. So that happened. I guess, uh, and we've kind of talked about it bef- uh, outside of the, the podcast. I didn't have a, an extreme problem with it because once the scene was over and the one conversation they have about it, it was pretty much a moot point. Um, I get what they were doing with it, or at least what I think, and I don't inter or infer lots of things. I watch movies for at face value. I'm, I'm dumb like that. Um, but I think the underlying thing there was that them having sex saw them more as not mentor and mentee, but more as equals, um, kind of in the vein of like Catwoman and Batman or something like that, where Batgirl's doing this on her own. She's not being, she's not like, uh, like a Robin. She, she's doing this because she wants to, she's not doing it because she was adopted by Bruce Wayne or any of these other things, like she's got a different reason for doing it. She's inspired by Batman, but she's not essentially uh, like under his wing, so to speak, even though she is. Mm. <laughs> Very nice. Well played. <laughs> right. Gross. Fat joke. I want to sex you all over. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting is they lead you to believe that there's this tension between the two of them and that you kind of believe Barbara when she's telling your gay librarian friend that it's not a sexual thing and not a romantic thing. Like, I didn't think it was that at all. It was more of she's frustrated because he keeps pushing her to the side on this investigation. Like, that she's not ready. She's just, she's too too green or too young to be ready yeah. to face this on her own, this this dude. Uh, and uh, this dude, Perry France. Uh, great name. <laughs> great name. Great name. <laughs> um, I like I like how when, uh, when Batman says it, Batgirl's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I think that that kind of thing is, is cool because we know it's a Joker story. So, like, to have his name be a joke yeah. is kind of kind of a cool homage, I guess. Dave, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be real brief. But I'm going <laughs> to say that you, what you're saying is, is totally right. It's, like, totally on point. But the, the problem that I have with it is that you didn't have to put that in there to right. get that point across. Of course. We, I mean, like I totally, and I'm totally for the whole 40 minute Batgirl story in the beginning because it gets people who don't really know this character like invested in her. But I don't think it took a sexual relationship or or that thing. Like to me, that didn't make her stronger. Like the scenes where they did discuss it, I think it made her look really weak. 
Well, her, she she looked like a whiny teenager at a certain point when she was like uh, when she was complaining to Batman like it was just sex nobody cares I don't care you don't care yeah, boo, it's the boo, way boo. she delivered it she she didn't yeah. seem strong I thought I didn't like that I thought everything aside from that stuff they made Batgirl awesome um, yeah I like, agree with you yeah no, like her fight scene her the animated fight scenes that she had were great. Yeah, um, definitely. Really well done. She looked like a badass, and of course, yeah. it's Tara Strong with the voice, so it's always yeah, great. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Good emotion. Good. Good gravity to the to the character. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess yeah. it didn't. I, and it, I liked that whole Batgirl story too. I thought that story was good. You know, bringing her to the brink like that's kind of the whole essence of the Killing Joke story. Is you know not one, letting yourself one bad day. Go over that edge. Yeah, exactly. Right. You you can't yeah. let yourself go, and that gave her a reason to kind of get out of the cowl and stuff so i liked the story just didn't like it's like like five minutes of material just take that right out of there and i'm right. totally fine with it yeah right. yeah because it was could, like you said it's so throwaway yeah i'm i'm pretty much in the same boat as randy and uh i but i think i i mean i i guess i can't speak for randy but i can say that i was like appalled at the set I was stuff. super it uncomfortable. It totally disgusted me because I felt so uncomfortable. Um, because I know that that's not their relationship. Right. That's like, I mean, Batman just banged his best friend's daughter. And, well, and he it, also and banged it, his brother's, like, love interest. Yeah, exactly. And he banged his daughter, essentially. Like, that's what yeah. really gets me. Like, I've always seen, and I think a lot of people see that as, like, you know, not only a mentor thing. Like, he does, he loves his family like they're his kids. Yeah. Um, or the Bat family, I guess, like there's kids. So I've always felt that way. So to see that was really uncomfortable. And I think like half the theater was like, what the hell is going on right yeah. now? Because they didn't know about it. Like most, like some of us did. The overall response has been very like, ugh. Um, I know. So when I watched it and they had, they had, they allude, what they alluded to the sex, right? She takes her, her shirt off and she's got her bra and then she goes back in with the kids. Ooh, Batman, Batman so made fine. sure to get, made sure to grab her ass. Of course, <laughs> get, um, get in there, buddy. Yeah, but then, but then they, but then they said it, and it, it, it just made me recoil. The, well, the, not only that, she described how good it was. How yeah, good it was. Yeah, oh, she, that was it. It was those two parts after that. Is they have sex, yeah. and I went, Ugh, and then the guy's like, "Oh, was that bad, huh?" She goes, "No, actually, it was amazing." And I went, "Oh," and then later when she's talking to Batman, she goes, "It was just sex," and I went, "Oh, <laughs> just it's stop." More- it totally spoiled that whole first part for me, like to the point where I don't even want to re rewatch that beginning. And I guess my problem with the Batgirl story is I did really like it. And I, I mean, I, I feel kind of the same way Randy did about it, how um, if you just take the sex stuff out, it's a great Batgirl story. But it does not fluidly transition into the killing joke story. They are essentially two completely separate movies. <clears throat> right. Cause you have it just got kind of pushed together. Right. You have the end of her story being that she takes off the cowl and says she's done. Um, mm-hmm. after, after she catches Perry France and, yes, uh, Perry. she's, she's having a, a little, a little date night where uh, not date night, but uh, a little father daughter bonding night with her dad. And then that's when the Joker story takes over. Um, well, they actually – there's a pretty solid point. Like she says like that was that story and right. it goes black and then it starts right like how the book starts. It starts with the <clears> rain <throat> and it's kind of falling on the floor and then I think one of the next things we see is him going you know, to the to the asylum like how the yeah. book starts. Right, right. Going to see the Joker and finding out yeah. it's not the Joker. And I love that scene too. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, the, the, jo- the killing joke portion of it 
Um, I think they told a good story. Again, it's tough because you're teetering on uh, an implied rape scene uh, between the Joker and Batgirl. Um, and it's it's heavily implied in the movie, for sure. Uh, I think it's implied just as much as in the book. Yeah, right. I agree. Right. I, I I feel like this movie is is exactly the book. Like there's oh, yeah. like like you know the the allusion to the rape. Like it's still it's it's very ambiguous. Right. With there that. Are some people are going to say obviously he raped her, and there's some people that are going to say, well, no, he wouldn't do that. It was just to f with Gordon. Well, the whole scene with the the hookers leads you to believe that he raped her because when he usually breaks out, that's his first stop. They said. Right, they leave you with that question. He must have found it with someone else. Yeah, or, or yeah, I mean, it's it, it just depends on your level of understanding. To me, right. the in the Joker would could get just as much pleasure from going to fuck with or yeah. to mess with somebody and kill them. You that's, know what I mean? That's my interpretation of the character too. Like, I don't really see see Joker as a sexualized character at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Like being definitely. interested. I mean, he's a man, of course, but sure. at the same time, you just don't see that character being that way. Uh, at you know, but whatever. He's he's crazy, so who knows? Um, yeah. Maybe uh, I, I, don't, I haven't is. watched the movie, but it sounds like everything that you're talking about with this sexual references, everything for Joker is part of the joke. Always. Yeah. Yeah. That it, that it, that well, the, what? Next, the joke leads to the next joke. Right. It's his, always, it's always trying to get you thinking about the next. No, movie. his, his whole thing in the killing joke is he wants to prove a point this time. He's proving a yeah. point that I mean, one, I'm, one read, I've, I've read the novels. I mean, right. he's trying to prove the point that one bad day could make anybody like him. Oh yeah. And so that's what he's doing to Gordon. And then you find out, you know, at the end, Gordon's like, no, we do this by the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he right. didn't break him. Even after all of that, you know, he didn't break Gordon. Um, and then, well, well, and there's the one line at the end when he tells Batman to do it by the book, which yes. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's they they did an an excellent job with the you know implying it could be one way or the other, just like in the book, mm-hmm. because here we are chatting as to whether or not it was implied or he actually did it or or whatever. So I feel like that's. <laughs> That's perfect. Like they they did a great job with that, and then also the ending, the ambiguity of the ending too. Where yeah, Yeah. does he or does he not actually kill the Joker? Like so many people think he did. Um, Yeah, I thought they handled it perfectly. To me, I mean they they did it again. Just I'm so I mean everything I I I would say as soon as they started the 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 killing joke, I I feel like it was a 100 percent perfect adaptation, and they they played everything just like the book did. And uh, and the ending, you know, was no exception. They, I, I felt like they handled it ne- almost perfectly. I had one small gripe, but for the most part, I I really liked it. And then the uh, the like quarter credit scene showing Barbara yeah. uh, taking on the Oracle role. Yeah, which, that was cool. Which the Killing Joke is a, a story on its own. It's not going to be tied into any of the other uh, like DC books or right. DC DC animated stuff like the Justice League stuff they're doing because they've already shown Burnside Batgirl in that run. Uh, so they have that, that continuity going, um, mm-hmm. still, which they're going to continue with the teen Titans, Judas contract, I think. And then the justice, or at least the justice league, dark one, um, the teen Titans, yeah, Judas contract. Good. Yeah. The teen Titans, Judas contract one might be a solo story. Um, mm-hmm. they've already said that it's tied into the new 52 stories. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's annoying. Cause that's, that's a, that's a different roster. Of, I agree. Yeah. Of Titans character. Anyway. I agree. Anyway, uh, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, how, you, plus, or thumbs up, thumbs down, Killing Joke. 
I give it a I give it a thumbs up for the last forty minutes. <laughs> okay. Um. O- overall, I give it a thumbs up, I guess. But it's like I, I almost hate giving it a thumbs up because I do feel like it was a really poor decision to to do that Batgirl story that a had the stuff in it that they knew was going to be so controversial, and b the fact that it didn't really tie into the Killing Joke portion of it. Sure. It it did throw me off that it was two separate movies in one. Um. I would have much preferred a 40 minute killing joke movie. I think that would have been the best movie they've ever put out. Then if it was just that 40 minutes, a short movie. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a thumb wavering, but mostly <laughs> up. Um, yeah, same thing, man. I, I, I definitely like that. I don't have the same problem. Johnny does. I, I, I actually like the fact that they get people invested in background in the beginning. Just not the way they did it. They just didn't pull it off in the beginning. But yeah, everything right from that blackout scene, boom, perfect. Well, I should good. I should clarify. I'm not saying I don't like the story. I'm just saying that they didn't do a good job of making yeah. it flesh yeah, yeah, into the killing joke. That's my only problem with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, so, give, yeah, I give it a good, thumbs though. up. It's worth seeing. Yeah, got to see it. Definitely got to see yeah. it. Uh, so, Tom, you will see it. I shall. See it, Tom. You fool. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope Tom sees it. Uh, since he I don't is, like to be bossed around, but okay. Since he was quiet this whole time, let's let Tom talk a little bit about what he saw this past week. Yeah, Tom. Well, I saw work. No, you saw two movies. Boy, what a honor. Oh. Wow. What a- I was, <laughs> was going to let you talk about Tarzan and The Purge, but... I, did, I watched Tarzan, uh, and I kind of liked it. I don't want to hear anybody <laughs> hating on me for it. But uh, Samuel L. Jackson... This is the first time he's had a character that was not over the top, but he was right in the middle. And I thought that's right where he needed to be. Because Skarsgård killed it in the Tarzan role. And I thought he was, he was dude, just swole. I don't care what Skarsgård is in. He's, <laughs> he's cut up like a brick shit house. Whoa. Anyway, what? <laughs> you don't get the brick shit house reference? I don't. <laughs> We do. A brick house I get, but a brick shit brick, house? He's swolled up. Dave gets it. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, the way they the way they progress the story is perfect. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. They progressed up. Margot Robbie was perfect in her role because she was a less is more. And I, I really enjoyed the movie. I did. A lot of people, I think Jenny had commented on it that it was good. But I, I actually enjoyed it. It was, it was, it didn't suck. But it was good. You know what I mean? I like how you're like, you know, Jenny said it was good, so I was skeptical. But I actually did like it. <laughs> Jenny liked it, so immediately I was against it. Right, yeah. <laughs> me and but her in and the Mad- end, you know. She well, right. hey, don't get, don't get into the Mad Max argument with me and her. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of that's, that's shaky ground. Uh, I then I was about the Mad Max argument. I'm sorry? Who Who liked it and who didn't like it? I do not. Mm. Oh, buddy. This is – uh-oh. Dave's with me. Don't well, let him sit quietly. Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah. Uh, sucked. Random piece of information. Oh, in gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry, Tom. Go ahead. This is a discussion we can have another time. Okay. Or a battle. It seems like a battle we're about to kick up. And then I watched The Purge, Anarchy, which, going off the first movie, it was okay. <laughs> Second movie actually established some storylines, and this movie actually continued that same storyline, which made me like it. Isn't the third one – isn't the second one Anarchy? Isn't the third one like uh, – Oh, yeah, that's right. Second one's Anarchy. Third one is uh, Election Day. Election, election right. Day. Election Which, 
like she, the way they the way they progressed the storyline with the dude from the second one into the third one, I thought it was a good transition, which you didn't get from the first to the second. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. Senseless killing, you know, the way they do it. There's there's pretty one scene that makes me laugh when he shoots the girl's ear and he's like, "Hey, what are you gonna do about it?" I'm like, "What? He shot her ear? Why did he shoot her?" <laughs> That's cold blooded, man. That's a like, oh, what? Yeah. But it just makes him come off like a badass, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this guy's pretty cool." That guy's an animal. Yeah. yeah. Sounds intense. But it sounds like you don't play no games, Tom. I'm sorry. I said, "Oh, I said it sounds like you don't play no games, Tom." No, you don't play no games. Yeah, definitely. You, you know, the purge is essentially one big game, right? They're all is. playing games, yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, all right. All right. So Tom got to talk. So now be quiet, Tom. Um, Whoa. <laughs> before before we bring Jenny on, I did forget one thing. Today we got our first look of Tyler Hecklin uh as Superman from Supergirl. Oh, yeah. Did everybody get to Wait. see that? Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen it yet, did. but I'm going to go look at it right now. Check it out, Tom. Have you seen it? I'm not allowed to talk. Shut up, Tom. No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, do your job. Thanks. <laughs> I have not. I was. Tom, please shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to do some Kevin Owens here on you. So mean. <laughs> See what I got to deal with? Oh, oh, poor Tom. What's his Tom, name? I didn't say anything. Ty- Tom? Tyler Hocklin. Hecklin. H O E C H L I N. Oh, here we go. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's your first look at. Oh my yep, gosh! Yep, I avoided that headline. Very, I avoided. I avoided that in my tweets. <laughs> oh, I'm so sick of that. All right, let's see. Let's look at this guy. He. Uh, I don't like the hair. I don't like yeah, his I like face. <laughs> and you felt. <laughs> Can you do something about your face? No, sir. That's my face. Actually, to quote you verbatim. Um, when you when we first saw him, but you I fell in love with his face. Yeah, I did fall in love. <laughs> you fell in love. So it's just an unflattering exactly picture. I not like his face in this picture. I don't like his. He doesn't look real. He doesn't. He looks like a Ken doll. Yeah, the face. Yeah. Is, it's it's got to be something with the picture. Uh, yeah, he, he looks like because he's he's a handsome looking fella. Um, he definitely is a good looking guy. Yeah, Johnny's in love with his face. He told me. Said so now he hates his face. I think I think a lot has to do with that hair, man. The hair is crazy. Yeah, the hair is weird. There's something wrong with his face. He looks. <laughs> you can't put your finger on it. Downish. I like the costume. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no chunks. Oh, Johnny. No chunks? What? <laughs> no, no, not no chunks. He's very fit. He's a very Uh-oh. fit man. No, no chunks. No trunks. I like chunks. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of this whole no chunks. You, you deal, like super wear, super under, underwear? Uh, yeah, because I like superheroes, Dave. And <laughs> I, I like them the way I like them. You like them, you like them with their underwear on the outside. No problem. There are certain I could do without it. Superman, yeah, I think it's... Some characters I feel like the trunks just work on. Yeah. And Superman's one of them. Like, right. I like trunks on Superman, but... We can all say yeah. this, though. We can all say this as we close out our conversation. Supergirl looks great. Yeah. She looks... Yeah, she looks great. And now we bring in our San Diego Comic-Con correspondent, Jenny... Oh. What the heck did I just Shitty. walk into? You should know by now to expect the unexpected. You should not be surprised yes, anymore. walking into trunks versus underwear. Yeah, it's the same Jenny, thing. me, Randy. What's up? Randy, <laughs> it's five. Me, it's What's me. up, man? What's going on? <laughs> what the hell? It's me, Randy. <laughs> Every time it's Jenny, he's like, hey, Jenny, it's me, Randy. Declare, Jenny, did you see me there? Declare yourself. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite. Randy, stand and unfold yourself. <laughs> 
sorry, sorry, guys. Oh, oh, Annie, are you pro trunks on Superman or no trunks on Superman? Not in a sexual way. I mean, on Don't his outfit. Oh, yeah. oh well, I was that gonna was say it. I'm no trunks all the way. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what? Right, Tom. I'm no okay. pants. I'm no pants on Superman. I don't want my pants on him. What is happening? <laughs> I want my Superman wearing like speedos or like gym shorts with like, with boot tights on underneath. Maybe some <laughs> b-ball shorts or something. <laughs> Basketball shorts. <laughs> some sick b-ball shorts. <laughs> it's a, it depends. It depends the time of the year. I don't know if I want him right. in trunks or thong or Tom, speedos. I don't know. Tom is doing his best to offend as many people tonight as he possibly can. <laughs> what? Who? He's what been talking mean? bad about you, Jenny, but I stood up for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. I love you, Jenny. Oh, God. Oh, Lordy. I have missed you, Jenny. Jenny, did you answer, did you answer the, the important Superman question? Uh, it all depends on the style. I, I like the trunks when they look good. Yeah. But I'm okay if they do, like, the full leotard thing, too, if it looks good. I'll send you a picture of the new Superman from Supergirl. Oh, I just... I just saw it. I, I okay. didn't mind it. I his face. Okay we're, we're we're agreed that his face and hair look weird. Yeah, but there's yeah, something well, the It's, it's got to be something with the filter or something. I'm yeah. just. I. You know what? It's it's one of those things. Is I hate that there's multiple characters oh, being God. the same. Like, we're not going into this. We're not going into this conversation. I, I like the movie Superman. I don't need a TV Superman. So we're not. We're not so doing this. He we looks are, weird to me. We're not doing this. All right, Jenny. So you were you were at he San Diego Comic Con. He looks weird to me because he's not know? the same Superman in the movie, right? Well, it, and that, and mm, not only that, Tom, but he you looks engaged like it. Off, like Team America. Like he looks like a. a Puppet. That's what we're saying. Yeah, he looks weird. Yeah, like it's, it's not really him. But we yeah. know we know the actor himself is a good looking dude. Like we don't understand what's yeah, happening. Johnny's with this in picture. love with his face. I mean, <laughs> he's a beautiful man. He's a great looking guy. And Dave keeps saying he's a good looking dude. He's a yeah, handsome yeah. fellow. All right. All right. Back to the topic at hand. Jenny was at San Diego Comic Con this past yeah. weekend. Jenny, I was. Jenny, the, the floor is yours. Tell us what happened. What'd you do? Well, day one, I went. Well, I, the only day I missed was I missed Friday, and I actually sadly didn't do any panels, um, which I'm really sad about. But so Thursday, just did the outside Comic Con stuff, which was cool. Um, there was still a lot of stuff for people to do without badges. There was the Mister Robot exhibit where they redid the arcade. Um, which I didn't go in because even on Thursday, the line was around the block. Um, there was also the Game of Thrones House of Faces, which I also didn't go into because they had already capped the line by 11 a.m. Because they had enough people to get through it for the entire day. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Welcome to San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, but they've started this thing the last probably two or three years. Maybe maybe longer, but they have a parking lot just on the other side of Safeco Field, which they launch a bunch of stuff. And they didn't have a ton of things there. They had a Ferris wheel, which was to replicate the Mr. Robot Ferris wheel, which was kind of cool. I didn't ride it, but it was neat. Um, but the coolest thing is they had the Ash versus Evil Dead cabin, which I guess they had last year on the floor. But last year was the only year I've missed in like 
eight years or something like that. But it was cool. Like you walk in, there's like a living room and there's like weird cockroaches running across the ground and you go through the kitchen and there's like pots and pans with the lids going up and down and you go through the house and then you walk outside the back and there's like photo op things where you put your hand in the chainsaw glove and then you go through the garage and the garage has the head and the vice and and weapons on the wall and and it was it was pretty cool they did a they did a really cool job you got to pull a card out and then whatever card you pull you get whatever it said so i went through it twice i actually went through it on thursday and then i went back through it on sunday and the first time around i got a beer koozie and a beer opener with mm. cool little art on it but then i won i totally scored on sunday because i got a ash versus evil dead tote bag which i'm super excited for <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool and then um we went to the screen junkies party on thursday night which are you guys are you guys familiar with screen junkies i'm familiar with who they are they do like honest trailers and movie fights Um, they're always, always a good time, but they had a party on Thursday night that went to, which didn't really have like, you know, it wasn't, they had shows all day long where they had movie fights and geek offs and things like that, which very cool cast. If you haven't seen their YouTube page, highly recommend you guys check it out. Plus I can just spend hours watching honest movie trailers. So, um, but it was cool because we walk in pretty chillax first person we see like we turn around and Patrick and I both went into uber fan mode where like we stopped we froze we got really freaked out we kept looking at each other with our jaw on the ground going that's Doug Jones oh my gosh yep, that's we, Doug we reported Jones. on that live as it happened last week oh my gosh I we I totally pushed out though. I didn't go at, like <laughs> ask for a photo with him what? I was terrified to get close to him because I was just like so in awe that Doug Jones was less than five feet from me. I was like, and Patrick was the same way. We were just like, oh, my gosh, that's Doug Jones. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. It was super epic. But we met all the guys, which I was really excited to meet uh, Nick Mundy because if you've – Tom, have you watched his wrestling coverage? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Look up Nick Mundy's wrestling co- coverage. I think it's uh, Monday Night Raw. Is what they Dave, call have it. you watched this? Nah. He's hilarious. Plus, you can look at all his pictures because The Rock actually married him and his wife. Super funny guy. But the best highlight of the night where everybody's dancing and, like, I can't even remember what song came on. But the entire dance floor opened up and everybody knew the dance. So it was like a hip-hop dance line. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is awesome. And then out of nowhere, during the Bruno Mars song, a Tyrannosaurus Rex comes running in and stole the show. I'm like, mm. only at Comic Con. Those are everywhere now. They're love everywhere. The but I'm telling Just you, like Left Shark. Right, totally Left Shark. But well, the worst part is, I have the best photo, like video of it. But they keep pulling it off because of the Bruno Mars songs in the background. No, so no. they keep pulling it for copyright. But it's it's epic because everybody like opened up the dance floor and was like, they're jumping and they're dancing. And you just got T-Rex going crazy in the middle of it. <laughs> and then at the end, when we were leaving, they had journeys. Don't stop believing. And T-Rex was doing the slow dance with a lightsaber. So <laughs> just saying that's what Comic-Con's about right there. Hands down. T-Rex. Thank you, T-Rex. It was amazing. Um, but 
but okay. So back to the, the business of things, um, walk the floor on Saturday and Sunday, which was super cool. Um, still don't think I saw everything. The floor was a madhouse. Um, really cool things though. They had a fear of the walking dead photo op set up where it was half of the plane, like the, like the cell of the plane and you sat down in the seat and then a zombie, you know, Walker comes over the seat at you. Yep. So that, that was kind of fun. Got some photos there, but the line for the walking dead one was just way too long on both, um, Saturday and Sunday. What they did is they made mannequins or like full on replicas of the cast on their knees with a full size, full size, everything outside. They had like a, a grass setting, you know, like a forest setting and then Negan standing behind them with a baseball bat. So the photo op was, as you get on the knees and you become part of Rick's crew and who's going to die sort of thing. So I had a couple of friends that got to do it on Thursday and the photos looked pretty awesome. So you didn't um, run in and you didn't try to run in and give the mannequin, Jeffrey Dorton, Jeffrey, a mannequin, a kiss. Oh, I, 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 I know you wanted to, we know you, by wanted the to. way, on a side note, has anybody read the last Walking Dead issue? Nope. Oh, no, not yet. Freaking epic. It's going into wow. the next, like, you know how they go into little story arcs? So the next issue, they go into the Whisperer War. The last issue is so freaking good. Like, I was just sitting there going, oh, no, they didn't. And then I was clapping my hands, and then I'm like, oh, no, they didn't. Yeah, it was a great issue of The Walking Dead. So pick it up at your local comic book store. Um, but, yeah, it was – like, History Channel didn't do anything major. They um, Their booth, like, when you walked, you had to sign, like, a waiver, and it was the greatest waiver ever because they ran out of you-will-be-on-video-type waivers. So what they did is they had one on top of a clipboard, and then you flip the page, and it was just a white sheet of paper with people's scribbles. I'm like, that's the best video, like – legal document I've ever seen. But I was expecting more. I went in and you go in and they close the doors and there's just glass tanks full of snakes, like giant albino boa constrictors oh, no. and rattlesnakes oh, no. and things like oh, that. And no, then they no, have like, you know, you, they have, did you happen to say why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> I didn't. I was just sitting there going, is it going to do something? And I kept waiting this for is, it to this do is something. The, cause it, the history channel. You said history channel. At yeah. least it wasn't Nazis. Wasn't Nazis, uh, but I was expecting. Yeah, no. I was expecting some Vikings. She channeled but, her. She channeled her inner Samuel L. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> I think my friend Annie might have actually said that while we were in there. So we stood there waiting for something to happen, like we were expecting something to fall from the ceiling. And but then the door opened and you walked out, and then they email you a video of you just standing there from a top black and white video looking at snakes. So it wasn't, <laughs> it was kind of, in my opinion, so what cool step, but epic fail. What do the snakes have to do with anything on the history channel? I don't know. Are they, having, are they having a snake week or something? I, I guess so. To replace their, yeah. their Nazi week. It <laughs> was, it was weird. Like the snakes were cool to look at. I mean, they had every sort of snakes and they have, hmm. they have this like albino, boa constrictor that was just monstrous that I was just like, please don't come out. Just stay there in your glass cage. Did it work? Got- How many people were up on the glass talk, trying to talk to it like Harry Potter? They, they only would let you in in your group. So uh, just me and got- my friend, we went in, that was it. And then we went out and then the next group of like three or four people went in and hmm. yeah, it was weird. 
Um, Adult they got, Swim. They got they got Snake Week. Screw you, Star- Shark Week. We got Snake Week. No, I Shark Week wing, wins. Sorry. I, I don't know, Dave. I think I would watch. I would totally. It would be a. It would be a good contest. Who, which was better, Snake Week or Shark Week? Sharks trump snakes all day, every day. I'd say Shark Week would definitely win. I, I mean, because they're fighting each other, obviously. Right. And sharks yeah. always beat snakes every time. No, that you don't yeah, know. Every time. Have you never watched Shark Week? Uh, I, every uh, year, I watch Shark Week every year. Plus, you're missing you you're missing the joke. Snake in the <laughs> eyes, Tom. You don't know what you're talking about, buddy. They're hard. They're fighting each other, I dude. Would say I have seen videos of gigantic like Amazon snakes like taking down entire like deer and yeah, buffalo. Yeah, yeah, I saw that documentary Anaconda with Jennifer Lopez. I saw it. Like it, that it documentary did not make me <laughs> yeah. fear snakes anymore. It made me fear John Voight. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, so moving on, um, Adult Swim had a good showing. They had um, basically a contest. Like you to go through their booth, you got in line, and it wasn't a huge wait. I think we waited fifteen minutes or so. But you get in, and it was almost it was almost like cornhole, Tom. They had a bunch of different size holes on a wall, and then this gigantic mm. tongue that came out. Oh, and, I've been to that truck stamp. <laughs> yeah, right, and uh, you. There was a guy dressed in this really weird, like, carnival costume, and he had things safety pinned to him. So, depending on, like, the top half of him was, let's say, red, and there was, like, little stuffed animals of different animal, uh, animal, um, Comedy Central characters. And then in the center section, there was, like, hats and sunglasses, and then the bottom section, let's say, is green, and it had, like, patches and stickers. So, they gave you three bean bags, and you had to throw them in the holes, and it, it, whatever you got in the hole, you got to choose your prize, and then... You had to say the prize really loud, and then the thing would come down the tongue at you. Like, it was kind of cool, kind of fun. Um, Comedy Central, though, completely took over the back area of the convention center, which is really funny because I found a way to cheat on getting in. Um, we totally got in without scanning our badges, but then we got really nervous because they're the, the zap badges now where you have to check in and check out. And if you don't, you can't get back in or out because you mm. didn't scan your badge. So we're we're on the backside of the convention center and we want to go in. So we, we take the elevator up, we walk in, and we're like, well, where's the badge check-in? No badge check-ins on the back of the, the convention center. <laughs> So we we run to the front of the convention center, and we run up to the entrance, and they're like, no, no, the exit's over there. And we're like, no, we need to check in. And they're like, no, you're already in. And we're like standing there arguing with security. We're like, we know we're already in. We still need to zap our badge. <laughs> but um, they, you're they to do have the right this, thing. Yeah, they totally. They had this entire thing in the back where it was a carnival. And I wish I would have went to it on Thursday, but we got sidetracked with like Ash versus the Evil Dead and the strain stuff that we didn't do it on Thursday. And Sunday, it was completely overblown, but they had a full on carnival set up where you can go into the big meatball, which was just a big inflatable bouncy house where they shot movies up on the top. Um, And then they had games like, you know, you throw the rings over the bottle tops or, you know, throw the dart to pop the balloons old school classic carnival games but you won things that were related to comedy central and then if you really wanted to wait like four hours in line they had an entire booth just giving away free t-shirts when you got when it came to your point you'd go up you choose what t-shirt you want and you got a t-shirt but i didn't have the patience for that um fx also had a huge outside area which was really interesting 
Um, they had a setup where you can make yourself into drag for Rocky Horror, where they basically did the Rocky Horror lips on you. And then if you really, if you were a guy and really wanted it, they'd do your eye makeup and such as well to make you look like Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a photo op for Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, which was this big smashed guitar. Um, but the coolest part, oh, and they had an Always Sunny in Philadelphia bar. Where it kind of looked like Patsy's bar, except it just had water. So you take a water bottle up there and they would they would pour you water into your bottle. Patty's pub. Patty's pub, yep. Um, and then they had a probably I was expecting it to be bigger, but it was probably a good twenty feet tall Statue of Liberty turned into the master of the strain with the tongue coming out. Oh. Which posed some awesome photo ops because like the base like I'm I'm Five, two and a half, so I'm not super tall, but the base came right up to my eye level. So the statue started right at my eye level and went up, so you automatically had to look up. Um, but the entire side of the Hilton was just the face of the Statue of Liberty with the tongue. So if you took the photo just right, you can get the statue with this monstrous billboard behind it, which was which was pretty awesome. Um but yeah, like uh, what else was there? Their South Park, because of their 20 year anniversary, they had an entire setup of photo ops. So if you've looked at my Instagram, like every other photo is a different thing. I mean, I have a photo with me in the cripple fight. I have a photo with me and the devil. Um, uh, You're looking awesome Scott's, Scott's tears off his face. Right, right. That, one, that one's a great photo. So yeah, the lot of cool opportunities. I definitely, it's bad to say, like I had more fun outside of the convention than inside, but this year I wish I had more of a raving review of Comic-Con. I mean, it was still fun as hell and it was a lot of stuff to see, but you know how everybody's been talking for years that it's going to hit that point where it's just, it's too much and people aren't going to enjoy it as much. Never. I think it's kind of starting to hit that point because I I saw very little cosplay. Um, I did see this one girl who my friend Annie is actually friends with um, Sig, who used to be on. He was on one of the seasons of Face Off. He dressed uh, this chick up and she looked amazing. Um, I saw a girl dressed as Candy Crush from Wreck-It Ralph, which was pretty cool. But. Other than that, I mean, I've seen a couple of things that other people post that I didn't see. Like somebody went as L from Stranger Things. Um, yeah, it was that. It was really good. I'll tag you in it, Dave. It was it was pretty awesome. But um, there were there were a few, but the cosplays. There were more people in like Party City. I bought this costume and I wore Batman, and it was really <laughs> sad. There wasn't a lot of a lot of people that went all out. And it might have just been my exposure, but one of my best times at Comic-Con is walking the floor taking photos of people. Because it, what some people do in cosplay is just mind-bogglingly, like, it's crazy. It's so cool. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a lot of, a lot of cosplay pictures. So maybe it, yeah, maybe it was just your perspective. Maybe, yeah. yeah but it's because, yeah. like, when I was talking to people, they hadn't seen a lot, too. And I've seen a lot afterwards that have been posted, but mm-hmm. I still have only seen a handful. Like, I haven't seen just the plethora. I feel like, of- granted, I wasn't at either of them, but last year was a big step down for Comic-Con. And then I think this year they kind of bounced back. And I think part of that was Marvel Studios wasn't there last year. 
and they Maybe. were they were this well, year uh, again yeah. again that's the hall panel experience though yeah well and I think I think in order for Comic Con to be the Comic Con that everybody loves there has to be a balance of everybody mm-hmm. you know there's there's got to be the cosplayers they've got to be the old school I want issue one of a comic book comic lover there's got to be well, that's the, harder to I, do now. Well, not really. I mean, they still exist. I mean, there's a lot of of booths that set up there in the on the floor that that focus on that stuff that have really rare comics or just random comics. Like if you want to get the first 10 issues of Sex Criminals, there's somebody that has first print is- issues somewhere on that floor, you know. There is still that market, but they weren't a strong point. The cosplayers weren't a strong point. Um I've met a lot of artists over the years going through all these conventions and I always make it an effort to stop at different booths to talk to them. And everyone had the same kind of thing. We're like, Hey, how's it going? The floor is packed. And he's like, it's actually been really slow. Nobody's buying anything. And we've had a few people come up and talk to it. And I was like, Oh, maybe that's just them. Maybe the, you know, people are into other type of arts, but I spanned the thing and I got similar feelings from sculptors, comic artists, um, you know, regular artists, things like that. And everybody had that kind of same feel as there was a lot of people, but there wasn't a lot of excitement towards things. And it was, it was really (laughs) weird, lackluster Comic-Con, but I say that, I, I don't say that being like. You're talking in the traditional sense. In the traditional sense. Like if I compare this Comic-Con to the Comic-Con I went to two years ago, three years, four years ago, this one definitely didn't have the same same diversity when it comes to the people it was a lot more you can tell it was a lot of people that got their badges because they work in the industry you know like it was a lot of set designers and stuff like that walking around and then the random like family so i think i think we can all agree comic-con's turned into a publicity thing it's less oh yeah less of the comic book convention more of we're here to promote this, 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 and this. Um, well, it's definitely it's, more it's, about it's, movies and TV. It's, right. it's definitely the worst comic con now. It's de- it's not a comic con in the anymore. truest sense. You mean, yeah, 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 right, exactly. Right. Well, but that's that's not a bad thing. Like, they're the smaller the smaller ones are really cool for the comic book. You actually get to go and right. have a, sit down in a panel with like Dustin Newin or Robert Kirkman and stuff, and listen to about the actual process of the comic books which is cool this has that i mean i know skybound did multiple um settings and i my favorite comic artist is dustin newen and i got to see him in a virtual reality thing sculpt a a batman and watching him through the virtual virtuality stuff and i was just like this is awesome you know they're they're still really cool stuff but it is definitely instead of a comic con it's more of an entertainment con because it covers yeah. every spectrum which i love i right. it it's still the mecca of all the cons well like, it's still if weird you to haven't me, been you gotta go it's still weird to me that espn last year i don't know if they did it this year but they covered it like it's like that's not your place come on man you're you're wasting badges <laughs> you're wasting professional badges you know it's oh, like yeah. not even for like people like us but like other people that actually deserve it like like it just right. it seems like well, such a see, waste. I mean, you guys know how difficult it is nowadays to oh, even God. for a fan to get in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, and not only that, I mean, and I get why they've done it, but they've changed a lot of the rules. It's like before, you get in line for Hall H, you stand there until you get in. Once 30, you get in, you hours. get your seat. <laughs> right. Yeah, you get your seat and you stay put. 
mm-hmm. right? You do not give up that seat unless you see a seat closer, closer. and then you run and grab it in between panels <laughs> and you get a little farther up. Right. That's yeah. how Hall H and Ballroom 20 works. But now you have to get there early. You have to get a, t- a bracelet to get in line. Like you can't just get into the Hall H line. And then at the end of the day, it flushes and you have to do it again. So it's e- not each like day, though. each day. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, I got in line on Thursdays for a Saturday premiere. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can get in line Friday night for a Saturday premiere. Does the bracelet is, guarantee you a spot in the line? The bracelet guarantees you a spot in the line. It but doesn't not guarantee necessarily you a, spot a spot in, in the, the hall. hall. Right, okay. Yeah. So there's that. And then the other, like, I understand it, but it's kind of cheese ball is, like, even to go into the Funko booth. You have to get there at 6 a.m. in the morning, get in a line to get a bracelet to get into the Funko line later just to go in and buy the Funko special editions. Yeah. Ooh. I'll tell you, Jenny, one so, of my biggest disappointments, I feel like I'll never get to SDCC. And when I, I do, I feel like I won't get to do the Lego stuff. Or Randy, stuff. Randy. Let me it's all you. I'll do there because it's, uh, it's pretty difficult. I'm going to put this out there now as – as, as our, our main goal right now, Tom and I have discussed it, and I've brought it up with Jenny. Yep. Uh, one way or another, even if we don't get badges, we don't need no stinking badges. We're going to San Diego that week. <laughs> right. Next year. <laughs> we're we're going to go. Do it. So we're going to be there um, in, yeah. in one form or another. Yeah. And, Randy, you're welcome to join us. Johnny, uh, we're just going to go right. out there. If we get badges, if we get badges, we get badges. If not, we're just going to hang out and, and so, soak it in, man. Um, yeah, it's- I got to warn you, my wife has already said she's going because she loves San Diego. She grew up out there, and she doesn't care what we do. I... She's going to the beach. So, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this was definitely the, the cheapest car, uh, Comic-Con I've ever done because we didn't do a hotel. Um, did get a couple of people online, though, that – we're giving up their hotels. Um, but again, you're looking at each night. This is this is just throwing out what Comic-Con can cost if you do the whole thing. So, outmost, you've got $260 for the badge, right, for the weekend. So, you're pushing $300 there. Hotels, no matter if it's the Motel 6 or the, That's the Hard four, Rock. That's a four-day pass? They're all pretty much a four-day pass. So okay. and, and preview night, right. I think, is 465 So, you get Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday Saturday and Sunday, um, which still isn't bad. It, it breaks out to be like 50 or 60 bucks a day. So it's average con prices. So they haven't raised that crazy. So I don't really have any complaints on the cost of the badge. But I don't see why they would have to. They're, they're going to gonna go sell out the- every year. Oh, yeah. But that's why they have the pre-sales for people who went the year before. So if you're lucky enough to get into into the comic and actually get a badge you then get to buy your tickets before they go on sale so every year your chances of getting in becomes easier once you get in so that's pretty cool but once you get in let's say you do get the badge then you have to wait three months and then they do the hotel lottery because there's no way you can just call and book a hotel like Every hotel in the entire city of San Diego, near the airport, on the outskirts, even as far as Carlsbad, which is a good 30 miles away, pretty much goes into the, the lottery. Hey, Randy. And Yeah. How long, how long of a drive is it from Vegas to, to San Diego? About four uh, about hours, four right? Four or five hours. That's doable. 
Yeah. <laughs> Four or five hours. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad at all. We're going to stay at Randy's house. We're going to do it right now. <laughs> We're going to uh, do it right yeah, now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just got to tackle the, the traffic. That's the only. Yeah. So it could be. I've made it from Orange County to Vegas in three hours and 45 minutes before. But it also has taken me 13 hours to get home. So it all depends. <laughs> oh, and that traffic builds up, so you just kind of roll with me, Jenny. I got those back roads on deck. I, I thought you were going to say you had a helicopter. No. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. From? The Just yeah. Two Pals Jenny, chopper. Jenny, I'll help you out, Jenny. Just, just call on me, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I've got some all funny right. stories. But, yeah, it's so you go into the lottery for the hotel, and you basically – you better know what hotels and coding that you're wanting to go into before they release the lottery because you have about 30 seconds to put in your top five hotels. That's it. And then you go into the lottery. You know, what's a good hotel is like a car or the sidewalk. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Probably a solid place <laughs> just to hang, hang your hat. Well, there's a lot <laughs> of people that do that. that they'll, um, there's a lot of camping once you get to yeah. North San Diego. They'll just they'll just camp or they'll go up to like the there's a rest stop in between um, San Diego and Carlsbad so they'll mm-hmm. they'll go crash there they'll they'll do the thirty miles outside of the city find a campsite or they'll do the thirty miles out and find a crap hotel but there's yeah. also there's also Airbnbs but you're looking at no matter what a minimum of three seventy five a night for a room. Yeah, um, not, the, they're not stupid. Not worth. They're it. not stupid <laughs> at all. There, there's ways around it too. Like my, be my friend this year, be famous would be great because then you're guaranteed <laughs> become, a room. With some, a damn somehow party. become Chris Hardwick. Exactly yeah. right. Um, oh. But yeah, like there's there's Airbnbs. Like my friend this year had an Airbnb um, up just a little bit outside of downtown. It took us ten minutes on an Uber, and the Uber cost us seven dollars each time. And it was a nice little place. Like I slept on the couch. They had the bedroom. Like it was good. So there's there's ways to do it. But like this, like I said, this is the cheapest one ever because I crashed in somebody else's room. So I didn't have to pay for the hotel. And it basically just cost me the gas to do two trips down there. Because I went down there Thursday, came back Thursday night, and then went back down Saturday, came back Sunday. And took me the gas and then just the miscellaneous weird stuff, you know, that you, you buy. I think I got out of this under like 200 bucks. Eating and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of things that you can find cheap food. I mean, the restaurants, if you, if you eat right by the convention, like um, it's, it's insane. But if you walk three blocks off, like if you walk to the far side of Petco Field, there's, there's great. There's like bubs, there's Thai food restaurants, I think. Thursday night, we ate at this little Thai food restaurant that was probably about eight blocks away from the convention center. And it cost like 13 bucks. Like it wasn't bad. And then um, Bub's is always a good one. It's just like this like sports bar. And they've got pretty much everything under the sun. And again, it's like, you know, you can eat for like 15 bucks a meal, which isn't too bad for said and done. And then you just have to try to find places that have free alcohol if you want to drink. There you go. So, so yes, yeah. you have to come because Pack of flats, whatever. it's in, it's insane. I mean, I, I wish I would have saw more random cosplayers walking the streets because that was really fun. But you do get to see weird things like this year. Um, I am a complete, I've told you guys before, like I love to talk, but if you are in my, if I'm one-on-one like, in somebody's face, I completely like clam up. Like I struggle with interviews. Like that's why Patrick does the interviews. I get this weird, like shyness about me. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So 
the Mr. Robot guys, they had a herd of Mr. Robot guys in the black hoodies with the masks on, mm-hmm. walking through the streets with like a stack of masks, right? And all you had to do is run up to them and go, F society, and they'd give you a mask, right? You couldn't do it? I, well, here's the funniest thing is Patrick does it. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I didn't. So I just walked up to the guy and I wasn't paying attention to what other people are doing. I'm like, Hey, can I get a mask? And he goes, you know what you got to do. Right. And I'm like, no, what I do. He's like, you know what you got to say? I was like, Oh, Oh, fuck society. He's like, no, 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 not cursing. And you have to say it like you mean it. Okay. And he like lifts his mask up. He's like, all right, repeat after me with as much anger and angst you can do. So F society, all right? Is this one, just some random dude or a cast member? It's the cast member. He's like, really? One, two. Oh, like I can't do it. <laughs> which which cast member? Like the main character? It's not like a cast member. Like the oh. they they hired like twenty people to oh, walk okay. this, you know, dressed in the mask. Like, I was like, one of the cast members, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I totally clammed up and I couldn't do it. So we did get one mask, Patrick, because Patrick has no fear of anything, ran up to the guy and was like, F society and made a big scene out of it. And they laughed and gave him a mask. And I'm sitting there going, I can't do it. I can't do it. And the guy was like, the guy was trying to encourage me so hard. He was like, come on, you can do this. Okay. <laughs> One. That's the place. And I'm like, no, no, I can't do it. If you can't, if you can't do that at like San Diego Comic-Con, you can't do it anywhere. That's like a safe place. <laughs> I know. I totally pushed out. So, but you have, like I said, you have people like that walking around. The funniest thing I saw, and I stood stood there and watched it for a good ten minutes because it was hilarious. Um, do you guys in other parts of the country? Do you guys have a Slater's fifty fifty? Do you know what that is? No, I have no idea. Nope. It's Mm-mm. here. In, I I don't know how far they reach, but here in California, there's random restaurants. They're called Slater fifty fifties, and they're kind of like high end burgers. Anyways. They had a crew of people dressed as bacon, and they were walking around with these signs that say, Bacon Saves, Slater's 50-50, right? But every year at Comic-Con, right across the train tracks, right across the entrance, the Jesus Save people are. So they hold the yellow sign, and they're just basically telling you you're going to go to hell. Like, that's every sign. Like, it's not like, welcome Jesus into your heart. It's like, Hell and damnation is waiting for you. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh. So we every every con, no matter big or small here in California, you got the Jesus saves people. So one side of their sign will have something just basically telling you you're a horrible person, and the other side will just say Jesus saves, and then a psalm. But they set up every year right outside the train tracks, right there. And for some reason, Slater Fifty Fifty thought it would be really funny to set up their bacon saves right across from them. So the poor guy who has this gigantic paper mache Bible is talking into a megaphone, like repeating things from the Bible. And these other jackasses have the biggest eyes. It's like, it's all about the pig. It's all about the pig. But it kept getting the Jesus guy really upset. So then he started ta- asking people really weird questions. Like this one guy standing there and he's like, do you masturbate? I no longer do because I have accepted Jesus in my heart, which then just fed the bacon saves people. It was the most ridiculous competition I've ever seen because one took it as a joke and the other one totally did not. Wow. It did was the Jesus epic. guy flip over a table at all? No, he just kept trying to get louder and louder. Dang. And and telling us how <laughs> like sinful pork is. 
And he kept taking it back to men masturbating, which I couldn't quite figure out, but it was pretty freaking funny. Oh, and then another outside Comic-Con thing I saw was um, Sci-Fi had their Sharknado crew. So they had all these girls dressed up in like, kind of look like flight attendant clothes from like the 50s and 60s walking through but they had shark fins on their head but then they had these guys dressed in stilts dressed as elvis like the cool 70s rhinestone elvis on stilts but had sharks protruding from their chest like a shark completely stabbed and went through their stomach walking down the street dang i'm like johnny you love that elvis yeah. <laughs> so yeah there's every turn there's something to look at and some wacky going on you guys should totally come because you don't need to go in. I mean, the floor is great for what it is. I mean, it, I'm really bummed that I missed the Image Comic panel. And Kirkman actually did a panel with um, Charlie Adler on The Walking Dead. And I'm like, OMG. But I didn't get to go to that either. But it's it's worth it. It's totally worth it. And now that I've been talking about this like nonstop for like 40 minutes, now I'm like all revved up again going, I'm doing it again. Bring it on. And you guys are doing it with me. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> okay. You're going to you're going to take us all there, Daddy Dave. Oh, don't do that. Oh, uh, <laughs> Papa Dave. <laughs> Big Papa Dave. Uh, we love you, Daddy Dave. We do love. All right. Old man Dave. All right. <laughs> so that's it with the news and our San Diego Comic-Con coverage for the year of 2016. Yeah, thanks, Jenny. Congratulations. Good job, Jenny. Thanks, guys. High five. Did you hear that, Jenny? All right. First, high five, high five. First hour of the show is done. The next hour is all about Democratic National Conventions. So let's dig in, yeah. guys. Uh, <laughs> a, lot, really a lot to talk about. Uh, 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 what's her name? Hillary and uh, Donald Trump. and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, we're totally, totally not doing this. Um, okay, so we're at like an hour Bernie, and a half. Bernie, Bernie's not there anymore. He left. He's, well, he, well, they all left now. Yeah, oh, he left. left. He left. He was there through her speech. He, was, he oh, endorsed. He, this morning, he left. He was no, there. He was there, he was there today. He said, I am independent. I left. Oh, he, he left. He like, he checked out mentally. Yeah. He said, I am now, I am now an independent. I left. <laughs> he was just sitting there with his, his elbows hunched and he's like do it yep you guys are so freaking weird <laughs> just make it all happen around me I don't care I'm just here you guys uh, are such a dork yeah. that's okay we'll just, we'll just claim espionage and go to Russia Russia unlimited power <laughs> oh. okay um, alright <gasps> Uh, where to take this conversation now? Uh, I guess we're we're done. You started. Uh, hey, we yeah. just geeked out. You might say, huh? Okay, huh? Don't huh? say geeked out. That's a Kevin Smith show now. Oh, oh, it's geeking out, isn't it? Oh yeah, geeking out. Yeah, we just geek outed. Totally stole my show, but whatever. Um, I know. I'm we'll, still yeah, we'll a little upset back. about Don't that. <laughs> we'll get him back. We, we, we're we're on to you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, we won't go see his next movie. That'll that'll show him. I haven't that, seen his last one. That Nazi sausages one. <laughs> no, what? hey, you know what? Hey, hey, Johnny, Dave will go see it three times and buy the DVD. That's how he'll, he'll punish him. About it. He'll, he'll punish him. He'll punish him. 
I haven't seen the last two Kevin Smith movies, and I will not buy them. They both look, look pretty terrible. Hated it. Give me four copies. <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly what I did, Tom. That's exactly how it went down. He's buying the 3D Blu-ray edition, the most expensive one. Yeah, because oh, no. I like watching things that don't work on my TV. Right, he's he's getting the 4K version that, that right. doesn't have a right. proper medium specifically yet. designed for a curved TV <laughs> that I'll never be able to afford. Right. <laughs> God. Um. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody have anything else they want to talk about aside from just you know calling me out for stupid reasons? What I didn't call well, you out ever. Whoa, whoa! That's uh-huh. the fun of it all. Everybody loves Dave. Everybody loves Dave. Oh. Clearly not. Yeah. I love Dave. Oh, can I just I because I I missed the last geek out? Can I just Johnny, but I love Dave. Here we go, Jenny. Right, right. That was that was quite some ass kicking you, kissing you had there, Tom. What? <laughs> What? Okay, wait. I know you guys have probably already talked about it, though, but the Walking Dead trailer from Comic-Con? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dave, you and I have went back and forth. I'm like, I don't know if they can do Steva. I don't know if they'll ever do Steva. They'll do King Ezekiel, but I don't think they'll ever do Steva. Ezekiel and looks amazing. We got the so tiger. We were talking there at the beginning. I, my son said he watched it. He, he looked at me. He goes, they got a tiger. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm I like, and I looked at him. I said, you read the comics. He goes, no, just, I didn't think they were actually going to get a tiger. And they got a tiger. They got the tiger. They got a badass looking tiger. I just, I'm super afraid for, for what we we might see because, uh, I'm afraid. I don't want to see it. <laughs> okay. I don't want to see it happen. Aside from all that, next to, next to the tiger, I... Was like I'm sitting there like collabing my it's hands. Be something dude. about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. We finally get to yeah. see the real Jesus. You got to see those glimpses of I'm an ass kicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we and we were just talking about it, and then he came out banging. Oh, so freaking good! All right. Like a boss. Yeah. All right, it's real. the perfect timing too because I just found Jesus the other day. All right, so okay. <laughs> Let's not nice. do this. Let's not do this. I did find something cool. Okay, so there's that sci-fi show called Geeks Who Drink. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. seen it hosted by Zachary Levi. Uh, okay. Chuck. Um, so, okay. So they post quizzes every so often. I'd like to see how you guys do with these quizzes. So <laughs> I'll say the question. You say your name when you know the answer. Ready? Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, they start off. These are all random. I have no idea what's coming up. Uh, <laughs> so question one of ten. Which was not among the books Sawyer read during his time on the island in ABC's Lost? Which one was not one of the books he read? Watership Down, Carrie, Jurassic Park, Brave New World. Jurassic Park. Gotta say your name. Tom, Jurassic Park. <laughs> that is incorrect. Really? Oh, Dave. Johnny, Carrie. Incorrect. Ah. Randy, Brave New World. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's you're, the you're... poor man's 1984. So that's the Way to hang back, Johnny. And way to hang back. <laughs> You got it right. You got it wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> he played the game, buddy. Uh, all right. Question two. In the Star Trek universe, what is the name for a warp speed starship tactic that employs a faster than light optical illusion? Is it the Picard maneuver, the rumble to warp, the Beverly Crusher slide, or hopscotch? <laughs> <laughs> 
anybody's going to answer Nobody? that. Nobody? <laughs> no, I, I got it. It's the grand. Oh, go ahead, Jenny. Jenny, by all no, means. No, no, you, you go first. first. Go ahead, no, Jenny. No, it's all I, you. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm Jenny Hopscotch. It's not Hopscotch. Yeah, it's the okay. Picard maneuver. Randy is correct again. Obviously. This is the only real one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is uh, the only that. one that I've heard in Star Trek. So. Yeah. Good job, Randy. All right. Question three. Again, a Star Trek question. Oh, no. Damn it. Why are you just playing to Randy? I'm not playing to anybody. <laughs> I'm not the Star Trek guy here, I'm guys. not the one that created these questions. All right. Tribbles, the soft and adorable creatures from the Star Trek universe, are known to produce which response in Klingons? Mutual mistrust and aloofness, uncharacteristic smiling and cooing, screaming and convulsing, or <laughs> cooking and eating them. Jesus. Uh, I, uh, Jenny, I'm going to say the convulsing one. Screaming and convulsing? You yeah. got it. Yes! <laughs> I won one! Damn you, Jenny. You won one. Yay, Jenny. So Jenny's got one Good point. Job. Randy's got two. I had your back the whole time. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right. You. Question four. Again, a Star Trek question. Why are so many Star Trek? I don't know. This isn't my quiz. <laughs> the term to boldly go where no one has gone before was inspired by Gene Roddenberry's wife, a church hymnal, a government pamphlet on space exploration, or Carl Sagan's autobiography. Tom, church hymnal. That is correct. Yeah! What? Yeah, nailed it. All right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if anybody's gonna get this. This is a doctor. This is a Doctor Who question. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Which English comedic author was also a staff writer on Doctor Who in the 1970s? Was it Douglas Adams, John Cleese, Emma Thompson, or Rowan Atkinson, otherwise known as Mr. Bean? Tom John Cleese. That is not correct. Aww. Okay. Jenny, Mr. Bean. Not correct. Alright. Mm. I, I I mean the only one I really like is Doug Adams, was it him? That's him. I oh, didn't know look that. at me. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I just you, like him. But you failed to ring in, so that does not count. Oh Johnny hit it. Johnny hit it. <laughs> Johnny, the last one. That's... I don't care. <laughs> Johnny that checked out. Johnny, the right answer. Here we go. Here we go. It. This is one that I think everybody's gonna enjoy. What was the name of She-Ra's love interest? Was it Randy? Was it Izod? Was it Seahawk? Or was it Adam? If somebody says Adam, that is really bad. Jenny Seahawk. <laughs> what? You had to you had to insult everybody first before getting in there. You know who Adam <laughs> is? Yeah. Yes, I do. That would be some weird incest stuff. Yes, Seahawk is, is it correct. Seahawk? Am Seahawk, I right? Seahawk's correct. Yeah, I'm right from the Seattleite over here. What does Seattle have to do with the Seahawks? With you know? uh, all right. Oh, here we go. This is for everybody. We can tell you from we can tell you from Seattle because you said that the Coliseum that you were outside of was Safeco. You were not outside of Seiko. Oh, Seiko. Yeah. Did she say I that? I missed that. Yeah. She said Safeco, and I'm like, wait a second. No, you're not outside of Safeco. Petco, Safeco. All right, here you we know, go. I owe them I both. I love Petco. They always have great deals on bowls and food. 
Yes, Petco oh, the store. Yeah. Uh, single, all right. single chicks. All right, question. By the way, though, Petco what? Field single is chicks. really good. <laughs> and Tom's <laughs> going for single chicks. Why are single chicks at Petco? Tom, you know, you know your wife's coming with us to San Diego, right? Yeah, I know, right? I know. I heard. Oh, That's man. That's the place to roam, Petco. All right, this one's just for Johnny. True, True story. This question is just for Johnny. You still I'm with, ready. You still with us? All right. In the 1999's Muppets in Space... Which Muppet is revealed to be a space alien? Is it Beaker, Gonzo, Kermit the Frog, or Animal? Dude, I've never seen uh, Muppet. Oh, you know what? It's Gonzo. No, Johnny, it's Gonzo. That is correct. Good job, Johnny. <laughs> Isn't that kind of ambiguous, though? It is. All right, this is a fun one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Randy, Randy had a question. Randy had a question. I answered it. <laughs> I answered it. He said it wasn't ambiguous. I said yes. Uh, all right, the name of the Galaxy Quest character played by actress Gwen DeMarco, who was played by Sigourney Weaver, is Lieutenant Tawny Madison, Captain Marcy Tanker, Lieutenant Angie Murray, or Captain Shelley Janeway? Oh, why did I remember her name? Jenny, the, it was the third one. Captain Murray or whatever. <laughs> Lieutenant Angie Murray? Yeah. Incorrect. Tom. Go ahead. Number, the first one. Lieutenant Tawny Madison? Yeah. That is correct. There you go. Good yeah. job, Tom. Good job. You, can rule out yeah. the other, you can rule out the other two because she was not a captain. I like my Sigourney Beaver questions. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I like All right, question nine. Is... Where's JD? JD would have loved that. No, he wouldn't. JD would have loved that. Uh, okay, before Tor- no JD, there's only Zool. <laughs> before before Torchwood's Captain Jack Harkness is tethered to Earth and immortal. Uh wait. Before he yeah okay, but originally he was a sex worker from another dimension, a ditch digger on a space prison colony, a con man from the 51st century, one of the original Doctor Who's. This one would be tough for anybody that did not watch Doctor Who. Tom C. What is C? A con man? Yeah. Nailed it. Boom. Tom coming in like a dark horse. Good job, Tom. All right, here we go. This is this is this is for all of us uh, as Uh atomic atomic geeks that we are. In the 19th century North America, the word in the 19 in 19th century North America, the word geek referred to what kind of popular amusement? Whorehouses. Freak shows and traveling car- carnivals, science fiction book Jenny, clubs. Freak shows. Pa- Jesus Christ, let me finish. <laughs> Damn. It is yes, freak shows. Haven't you guys ever read Geek Love? Yeah, but Damn they were Jenny. probably they were probably following the rules. Let him finish reading. They well, were you're cheating here. There's rules. There are no, rules I, here. I didn't need to have the other answers. I knew the answers. Oh, <laughs> it was already over. All right, do you want to do one? Over. Does anybody want to do another one of these? Randy is going to give you fisticuffs. Man, we're you're, we're dead. What? Dead okay, fisticuffs. Raise them up. Raise them up. All right, are we done, or does anybody want to do another one? I'm not more. Do it. Do it. It's a good one, though. All right. Well, I don't. I don't know yeah. if they're good or not. <laughs> garbage. She said, "Give us a good one, though, because the other ones have sucked." Right. All one that we've done. All right. <laughs> Wait, who won? Uh, Jenny. Ah, oh, come on. Woo-hoo. Bullshit. Yeah. All right. Quest- question one of ten. Tom, you know I'm the best. Ha, 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 ha. And did Johnny just hang up on us, or is he just not paying attention? <laughs> he's just- I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm he's-, here. he's sulking in defeat. Oh, you guys are talking plenty. I'm fine. <laughs> You're just listening. 
right. He's ready. He's ready to sing. I'm going to tell him in a minute. Here, here we sing. go. Here we go. O.J. Simpson was originally considered for this role, but passed over. Be, passed over because producers thought people wouldn't have believed a nice guy like O.J. playing the part of a ruthless killer. Oh, was it Michael Myers? Was it Freddy Krueger, the Terminator, Predator, or Khan? Predator. Tom, Tom you're out. Predator. You're disqualified. What? You did not do it correctly. Randy, was... Predator. Incorrect. Oh, oh, damn it, Tom. Good job. Oh, I like what you did there, Randy. I like what you did there. Jenny what, or Johnny? What were the choices again? Freddy Krueger, the Terminator, or Khan? Please don't tell me Jenny Khan. Incorrect. Johnny, you want okay. to take a stab? 50-50. Johnny, Terminator. Correct. Good job. Good job. Good job. Hey. You have ah. been a great Terminator. <laughs> this is a tough one. The Terminator uh, was a nicer, actually, better human, though. Or well, after the first movie. Second, yeah. Um. Okay. Rock. <laughs> Rock Hudson. Dave just got real shitty about Terminator. No, I, I got a, I got a tweet. <laughs> I got dis- no. I got uh, no. distracted. Uh. Okay. Rock Hudson walked out of the first screening of this sci-fi classic, exclaiming. Will somebody tell me what the hell this is about? Oh my goodness. Was it 2001 A Space Odyssey, Star Wars, The Thing, or Tron? Randy. Jenny, Star Wars. Jenny, you're doing this all wrong. What am I doing wrong? You gotta wait for me to say go. (laughs) Say your your name, and then I'll say go ahead. You've been doing it right, Randy. Alright, Randy, you were first anyway. Well, now I don't want to say Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she, I didn't say she was wrong. I know, but I don't want to undercut her. <laughs> you I don't want to steal her. Right, you're not, not going to play that. Have it. I, I won't That's the first you. thing you that popped into my head. It I is say Star Wars too. It is incorrect. Ah! Johnny, Ooh. Johnny, Johnny. 2001: A Space Odyssey. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah. It's the most confusing of all sense. of them, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Question three. Gary Old Gary Oldman says he tried to portray the bad guy in this film as a cross between between Ross Perot and Bugs Bunny. Was it the movie Bram Stoker's Dracula, Harry Potter, The Fifth Element, or Lost in Space? Johnny. Go ahead. Is it The Fifth Element? It is. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the only villain. I know that Gary Oldman shit. The only villain yeah. to never actually interact with the hero. <laughs> Never once does he interact with Bruce Willis face-to-face in that movie. Uh, Alright. So good. Question four. During the filming of this sci-fi masterpiece, director Paul Verhoeven got food poisoning so often that he kept an ambulance near the set at all times instead of just not eating whatever he was that was getting him sick. Uh, Was it Robocop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers, or Hollow Man? Tom, Starship Troopers. Incorrect. Well, you did it wrong, Tom. Randy. Go ahead. Thank you, Dave. Total Recall? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dave. How did I do it wrong? <laughs> you got to say your name and wait for me to acknowledge I you. did. You did not. <laughs> you have to you, be called on, Tom. You said your name and then said the answer. <laughs> it worked for Jenny. Whoa. No, it didn't. I called her out on it the last time. That's when he started making all the rules. Yes, that's oh, when I started making the rules. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah okay. Sure. All right. Question five for you savages. Uh, the spaceship from Close Encounters of the Third Kind features an upside-down model of this robot. Robbie the Robot, Data, Gort, or R2-D2? Um, Jenny. 
Go ahead, R2, Jenny. R2-D2. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Also on the spaceship is a submarine, a cemetery, and a VW bus. Hmm. I like it. Question six. In the original script of this sci-fi classic, all of the women were topless. Was it Planet of the Apes, Ooh. RoboCop, Avatar, or Mad Max? And I would argue that Avatar is not a sci-fi classic. But go ahead. Johnny. Go ahead. Is it Avatar? It is not. Oh, Are they not all false. topless? Jenny, Planet of the Apes. Yes, you got it. But please wait for me to call on you. <laughs> I heard that you guy, I heard like, that oh, I was like, He was like, ah, she got it right, and I have to tell her she's all right, right. Listen, like, damn listen, it. This, is, a, this is how we're going to do it. It's It's been fine so far, but there was one time where you got you to gotta wait for me to say your name. Say that, yes, go ahead with the answer, just in case somebody says the say, their name at the okay, same time. Alex Trebek. Jeez Louise. Again, this, again, this, this, listen, this hasn't happened yet. You're pissing me off. <laughs> it's not fun anymore. <laughs> But say you and and Tom said your name at the same time, and you both say the answer at the same time. Then what do we do? You yeah, see? then who wins? Well, you see? Tom and I are, are BFFs. We'll share. Oh, yeah, that's not what? the way it works. This is cutthroat. There are no friends. What the hell, Jenny? There are no friends in this game. All right, this, fuck, this fucking guy. All right, question seven. I'm done supporting Jenny now. <laughs> it's over. All right, while filming, oh, you didn't know. Sorry, Randy. Oh, sorry, you didn't know. Okay, it's fine. So- while filming Predator, this actor was so cold from the Sub-Zero night scenes that he got drunk trying to warm up with liquor. Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura, Bill Duke, or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Johnny. Go ahead, Johnny. Carl Weathers. Uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted. That is incorrect. <clears throat> uh, Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. Bill Weathers. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Bill Duke? <laughs> or are you trying to say the one that Jolly just said with Carl Weathers? <laughs> no, no, no. The third Carl one. Correct, Jenny. The third one. Bill Duke is incorrect. Well, then I don't There's know. 50-50. Jesse Ventura or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Tom. Go ahead, Tom. Jesse Ventura? Incorrect. Oh, is- Randy. Randy, <laughs> I can't. You know, Randy? You, you know, <laughs> all right, go ahead, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never. Now that's that's fair. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Arnold. The answer is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Randy dropping knowledge right there. You saw that? Yeah, yeah. I had it all. Fun. Okay, am I the only one? But I would really, really like to see a drunk Arnold Schwarzenegger. I feel like we have several times. I think he right. probably lives let's, that way. But... Let's focus. We got two questions left, and we got to get out of here. It's getting late. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, I'm uh, sorry. Three questions for this Star Trek film. Producers cast male strippers as the henchmen. Wrath of Khan, The Search for Spock, The Voyage Home, or Generations? Actually, don't know. I don't know this one. Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. The Wrath of Khan. Male strippers is correct. Chippendale dancers were hired as Khan's guards. Woo-hoo! All right, question. Is there more? Is there more? Is there more? There dancers. No. <laughs> question nine. On the, set, on the set of Ghostbusters, the original, Dan Aykroyd frequently frequently referred to Slimer as the ghost of this portly actor. Fatty, no. Ar- Fatty Arbuckle, Benny Hill, John Belushi, or Artie Lang? Johnny! Johnny got it. Oh, I told him this, though! <laughs> oh, that's too bad. John Belushi! That's too bad. The, the role... I literally told him this in an episode. The role... <laughs> 
Whoa. <laughs> uh, the role of Peter Vinkman was actually written for John Belushi until he died. Because, but he died. I got you, good, you fucker. <laughs> awesome. We are breaking up friendships tonight. <laughs> All right. John, 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 John is all of it. Suck it! Suck it! I just, I, you hesitated. It was too long. Wow. All right, here we go. Last question. Game to finish. That's fine. Last, last question. All right. Here we go. Here we go. KY jelly and shredded condoms were two items used to make the baddies in this sci-fi horror film. Was it Night of the Living Dead, 28 Days Later, Tremors, or Alien? Jenny. Go ahead. Trimmers. Incorrect. Uh, Randy. Go ahead. Alien. That is correct. Thank you. And Randy wins. Fuck you, Johnny. (laughs) 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 Oh, that was fantastic. All right. Uh, That's our show this week. Uh, We are sorry. (laughs) We'll just put it that way. Thank you for listening. Uh, Just Two Pals, you guys are on Twitter at? At Just Two Pals. Uh, with a two. There you right, go. Johnny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget that too, folks. <laughs> the number two. Uh, you can find those fine fellows podcasts at AtomicKeekum.com or on iTunes and Google Play. Please subscribe. Leave a review. That would be appreciated. <laughs> Sometimes. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom, you're a part of a podcast called Ringside Geeks. Yes, Woo-hoo! I am. Where can with people find that? Friend. Tom, with where, our new- where can people find that? At Ringside Geeks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. Randy distracted me. I, I don't know, know the exact that. details of it, Dave. I just know the, that I'm there. The Ringside what? Geeks are on Twitter, at Ringside Geeks. We're also on iTunes and Google Play as well. You can find that podcast there. Uh, you can see the fine stylings of Tom and myself and possibly, potentially, new host Monroe. We don't know yet. Monroe. We're gonna She's find awesome. Uh, good stuff. New episode oh. will be up on Friday or tomorrow as this is being recorded. So there's that. Jenny is a part of the Atomic Geekdom podcast, uh, which you're listening to right now. So however you found us now is how you find us in the future. There it yep. is. We're on Twitter yep. at we're on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Jenny, you are on Twitter at Robbie Art. Tom, you are on Twitter at Skids underscore World. Yes, please follow Tom and all of his magnificent tweets. Yes, sir. Oh, hey, a little shout out real quick before we end up. My son is now in the main bracket for the world championships of cornhole and the double championships cornhole that progresses tomorrow. What's cornhole? Congratulations. Oh, we don't have time. We don't have time. I didn't go. I didn't go to this. I didn't go to the tournament. My son did. He's in the in the main bracket, the big bracket. That's huge. Nice. Cause that means you're the top 128 in singles and you're the top 64 in the world in doubles. There so you go. Congrats. congratulations to, 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 to Skidmore jr. Congrats to your Good honor, work, Tom. Congrats. He's, he's doing I'm proud of him. Proud. I'm proud yeah. of him. There you go. All right. Uh, Johnny and Randy, your personal Twitters, if you want to give those out, they are? Or not. Johnny? Rand- Randy, go ahead, buddy. Uh, I am at Matches1047, if you'd like to be so kind as to, to follow me. Follow up. him and his Easter egg. Oh, I would love yeah. that. And if you'd like more behind-the-scenes Ghostbuster trivia, you can find me at Johnny Bell. <laughs> God, God. We do we do know that Johnny is the Ghostbusters expert of the that two of the wow. two pals. Am I sewing? It's well, <laughs> well, well though, documented, documented now. <laughs> All right, Jenny, you are of course here, so you do get the last word. And tonight, the last word is 
Ah, 